Hello. Hello. Hey. Hi. How you doing? <laughs> I'm good. Hey guys, so this next episode is very, very special to me. Um, so it's close to home and I'm having my sister on here who is a, what are you, an RN, a registered nurse? I'm a registered nurse, RN. Yeah, nurse of the year over here. A hall of, you, you'd be like a first ballot Hall of Fame nurse, I feel like. <laughs> You're funny, but thanks. <laughs> and so uh, where, um, where, do you, where, where are you at right now? I'm actually in California. Ooh, big state of Cali. How's it treating you out there? It's really nice. Um, I do miss home a, a lot, but California has been good. Um, really? Yeah, <laughs> it's really pretty over here. It's beautiful, huh? It's gorgeous. I've, so. I've been there a couple times, and it's it's uh, it's different from where we live out in Texas, but, man, the scenery out there, it, it's something else. Yeah, when I was flying over from um, the East Coast... I wasn't sure what to expect, and about 45 minutes before we landed, the mountain regions, it was surprising. They were white-capped. Um, I had never seen anything like it or don't remember seeing anything like it. Um, yeah, you, you wouldn't think there'd be snow up there this time of year, but right. you're, like, you're flying over like, is that is that snow? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, the whole plane ride, I'm I'm literally gripping the handles <laughs> because of the turbulence i'm terrified oh, of flying bad. so the, the the flight was about seven hours and i spent six hours pretty much um white as a ghost <laughs> and hanging on, on to dear life. life and then we start flying over the mountain region um and it was so like, calming i stopped towards, gripping like utah the, and like the colorados I guess. yeah um, I stopped gripping the handrails and was just mesmerized. Um, it, it took me, it, it took me back and kind of calmed me down. So it was, it was really cool to see. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've been. Everybody couple... else was happy that I wasn't crying anymore on the plane. So you, you cried on the plane. Oh, it's so embarrassing. I know. Oh, I know. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a couple of scary moments on airplanes where yeah. like it, the whole plane just starts shaking up and oh, down. No. Like, yeah. Oh, Oh, yes. no. <laughs> I'm not the best flyer. <laughs> so it was a seven-hour plane ride? Yes, from New Jersey to California. Wow. Um, and that, well, New Jersey to Seattle, and then Seattle to where I'm at now. Okay, so you, you saw, like, Mount Rainier and stuff. Yeah, that 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 is beautiful when you go start to land. Yes. Over. You just look out to your left of the airplane, and there's just Mount Rainier. It's, it's gorgeous. I love it. Yeah, it's a gorgeous area. So it was a good, it was a good omen because I felt like I was coming from just complete city and right. darkness <laughs> to sun, sunny California. Yeah. yeah, two opposite spectrums of the it was world. Nice. It was nice. So how was your time over in New Jersey? It was a great learning experience. That's what I was about to ask you. It was, it was um, different, huh? Yeah, completely different. Well, I mean, I work in the ER, so ER is ER nursing, but um, I got to meet a lot of great people over there. They they work with what they have, and it was really cool to see um, how resourceful they are. 
and um, I learned I learned a lot from them. Um, it was tough work, and I think that was a challenge just being there away from family and um, right. It was something completely out of your <clears throat> your out of your norm, but sometimes you got to take those as um, learning experiences. And oh yeah, for sure. Um, they, I have mad respect for people, um, especially in this time, you know, with the COVID virus, um, working in the, the North right now, um, or even, you know, just the cities that got hit really hard. Um, people, I know there was a lot of talk for nurses and doctors and a lot of appreciation, but to see what they went through, um, and put up with and dealt with and did it with, you know, pretty Grace. much not, yes, not, you know, with bad attitudes. They were, they were amazing. So it was really good to see it kind of put, you know, everything into perspective. That's really cool to hear. Um, now, is it, was it as bad as the media kind of portrayed it to be, or was it even worse that's hard to say because um there's so many different aspects to it um the media doesn't get to really dive into what these nurses and doctors were put through um now the numbers are the numbers you know everybody talks about how many people got sick how many people die of this disease but it's really kind of hard to put a perspective on even even carrying on a daily basis caring even for 10 of these patients um that were so sick is excruciating and it's exhausting um because they were so sick wasn't the number or you know it was because they were overrun and they didn't have enough staff um but it's also the the sickness of these people and the resources um so yeah the media says there's so many people sick but you don't know what that looks like until you're right there you're actually there hands-on with yeah. the actual and sick. there's no describing it because uh, like some people say they get they they get like mild symptoms of it and aren't actually affected terrible terrible by it but now other people are getting really really sick by it well yeah so, can you ever think back have you ever had the flu uh, oh, of course, of course. Okay. I'm Have you had it more baby. than once? Um, man, not not that I. I maybe had it once or twice. Okay. Well, have you? If you can think back to those times when you were sick, you probably weren't as sick as one of those times as you were the other one. Right. Um, your body deals with it different. Everybody's body's dealing with this virus differently, and so. Yeah, some people are showing mild symptoms. Some people are showing none. But then you have the ones that it hits harder. These people, they already don't have an immune system because they're sick. Um, they already have so many diseases, it's hard for them to even fight. Um, so whatever these, white blood cells left. Yeah, are... these people are the ones that are, you know, it's really, really affecting. And then you have these outliers, these cases that, Normally, they're completely healthy, but it's taking them down. It's, it's, yeah. I heard about just, like an Olymp- yeah. Olympic swimmer that you know, he's 
in pretty good shape. You know, he, right. he won medals at the Olympics and he got hit right. hard. He said it was the worst virus he's ever had in his life. Exactly. So you just never know who it's going to hit. And I think that's why it was so scary um, because it was affecting so many people and you never knew who was going to get sicker than the other one. Right. Um, <clears throat> and you're dealing with, you know, um, overrun staff and it, it was crazy. exhausted staff. Exactly. They were so worn down. And then there were so many staff members that got sick. Really? Um, and weeks later, they have to come back to work. Well, if you've ever been sick, that sick, you know, weeks later, you're still bo- your body's still not. Your body's still trying to recover from it. Yeah. And I just, like I said, I have a different respect um, for the nurses, doctors, the techs, the ancillary staff all of these people that work together to take care what, of all these patients what is the ancillary staff what is that? um the cleaning staff they i mean uh, okay. these these people don't get off either i mean they have to go into these rooms they have to clean these rooms they have to be around all of these sick patients but you really don't hear about them on the news you hear about the nurses and doctors um, but there was quite a bit of staff that um you know registration and and um the EVS staff that, that got sick as well. So these people are also on the front lines. Um, it was just, um, it was a sight. America's never, the whole world's never seen anything like this. I mean, in our lifetime, at least, we've never seen anything like this. I mean, there have been, you know, pandemics, but this is a different, I think, especially along with, you know, the unknown on how to, you know, no cure for it who's social distancing, vaccine. who's not social distancing. This state's doing this, and this one's not. And then this county's doing something different. It was kind of um, it was both ends of the spectrum, almost like exactly, wow. exactly. Just a lot of confusion, a lot of what do we do? But you know what? The great thing is, is um, especially where I'm at now. I don't know. Um, I can't say for other places, but there's. Um, a lot less people testing positive positive um and it's been a a great thing to see these counties opening up and people actually enjoying um being outside and and being you know able to go to certain places and there's still social distancing they're still you know making changes but they're being able to live their lives again right i heard the um the governor just is, or not the governor, but certain counties over there are starting to open up, and in California, they're they're starting to at least try to get back to somewhat of a normalcy. They are. There's there was news today, so um, yeah, they're they're opening up a lot more businesses now, and so we're you know just crossing our fingers, hoping um, that things continue kind of the way they are, um, especially within the social climate, you know, right? Um, that's happening, you know. And um, it's interesting to, to think about how this is going to affect um, businesses in the future. I mean, for the long term. Exactly. When is social distancing not going to be appropriate, you know, right. anymore? Well, um, I mean, here in Texas, <laughs> I, I feel <laughs> I like that they Texas. don't really like they don't really care. Like, so like oh. I just see people all over the place, you know, hugging and, and stuff like that. And it's. 
it's weird because it's almost like it never happened <laughs> over yeah. here. Um, yeah. So like, like people, different states got affected differently. Um, and I am, you know, happy that Texas, you know, it did get, it got hit, but not as bad as some other hotspot areas. Right. Um, and now, that's a why good do you, thing. Why do you think that more, uh, like some places got hit harder than the others? Is it because of the way they're stacked up? Well, and, you, you also have to think, um, yeah, well, def- Texas obviously has its, you know, um, heavily populated areas. But um, when you think of traveling, um, where do you go first from international flights, you know? To another international airport. You go to coast. Right. So um, definitely the coastal areas got hit, but they also had a larger influx of international flights before, you know, the... Um, they Before were it got shut down. Exactly. Right. Um, oh, so they had a countries. Lot. Exactly. So they had a larger influx from Europe um, and Asia before, definitely before um, they got stopped. And I think that had a big impact on it. Um, and I'm just, you know, happy to see people in Texas, um, you know, doing their thing and going to the lake. I miss that. Um <laughs> <laughs> and having what crawfish boils and trampolines and all of that good stuff um, yeah it's we had a crawfish boil a couple weekends ago and we should we I know. Miss out here i know i know <laughs> it was fun <laughs> i know um but you know the reality is, is we don't know what's going to happen and i think that all we can do is hope hope for the best try to do the right things um and be with family right now do you do you you see you said you do see like the actual amount of uh, positive cases like slowing down? Yes, for sure. So, have you heard any news of of um, a vaccine maybe even coming in the play like through? Yeah, through I mean, plays? obviously, I don't know any of the professional um, really ways to talk about that other than right. reading the news. I know that there is probably four large companies working on it. Um, A couple of them are in the further phases of testing. um, And they're saying that hopefully by, I mean, some of them are even saying October that they will have, you know, some vaccines ready, but they're hoping to shoot for at least the end of the year. That's what I heard was December. Was that? Yeah. Which is really cool because if you look at the way um, vaccines for different, types of diseases are actually you know tested and stuff it takes years sometimes to even yeah i think um a lot of that is you know regulations you know due to restrictions and stuff like that um but definitely they probably bypassed a lot of that due to Uh, i would assume the (laughs) severity of everything right but um i read somewhere it was I don't know it was yesterday or the day before yesterday. I read somewhere where they were talking about that COVID was actually it's actually like a, a blood vessel virus. Maybe I'm wrong, but uh, well, I mean it attacks a lot of different areas. Um it's definitely more of a respiratory 
virus, but it can also get into your GI tract and everything like that. So it was so weird because um, a lot of people, you know, you say don't have any symptoms at all. And then some people would come in with GI symptoms and you're thinking, no way would they test positive. They don't have a cough. They don't even have a fever. Right. Um, but they would test positive. So it's really hard to say. Um, I, I mean, I can't look at somebody and say, you know, oh, they got test it. negative. Now, people that are really sick, they're really distinctive with it. You can kind of say, you know what, I'm pretty sure they have it. Um, right. But Breathing you never problems. know. Yeah, there was. It was just kind of up in the air, um, and that I think that's another thing that made it hard to separate people, because somebody could come in with you know just stomach bug issues, right? And you have no idea that they really have COVID, and you put them in a different section, and then you're just exposing everybody. Exposing everyone exactly. Else, right. So, but um, I can you know be proud to be a nurse in this time I don't think um I've seen a lot of dedication and a lot of I'm just very proud of the profession um I've seen a lot of amazing things happen with with medicine and a lot of hard work from these nurses and doctors and so many people are recovering um it's so awesome to see that's the number like a lot of the media doesn't really tell you okay this is how many people recovered you know they they, yeah they like to look at a lot of the negatives but if you look at the positives you know yeah it's it it, it's going to change this this country and the whole world for a long time i feel like we're going to see the lasting effects of this but you know you got to make it a positive and just just do the best you can out right right so so Tell me, how did you get your start in nursing? How did how did that come about? Well, I always kind of wanted to be in the medical field, and um, I just went for it. <laughs> I just, uh, just you just kind of winged it. <laughs> kind of winged it for a while. No, um, I just set a goal, and just didn't stop until I reached it. You achieved um, it. And I had a lot of help, um, I would say, from my family, my husband and my daughter, um, my family for, you know, taking care of my daughter when I had to do certain things. Um, my boss, you know, that let me go to school take classes and go to school and be off work when I needed to be off work. How long this- was the uh, how long was the program that you actually uh, did? Well, um, the nursing part of the program was 15 months. Um, the prereqs took, it, it was, would have been two years. I did a little bit differently than you could have, but um, I would definitely say to anybody who wants to go in the field, there's so many pathways to do it um, that you should never give up on that because, I mean, you can go for you know, your LVN in one year, then you can bridge to your RN in another year, and then you can bridge to your BSN, which is your bachelor's in another year. So, I mean, it's always 
what's the next step? What's the next step? It doesn't always have to be, oh, it's it doesn't, three it years. Doesn't end like there's yeah. not like a dead end. It's, it's well, and it's not like it's always going to take you three years or four years to become a nurse. I mean, it, it doesn't have to be that way. You right. can start your career in a year and you can make a difference and you can, you know, support your family. Um, and then move on to the next phase of it. So, so are you are you planning on moving on up? Yeah, that's the plan. Um, I would love to work in a higher practice um, eventually. Hopefully, gain some experience in some other fields of nursing first, and then out of the outside of the ER. Even though I love the ER, but um, you know, just try some other things first and then kind of go from there. Wow. That'd be, that'd be a, a pretty good goal to set. And I, I think you can achieve it, you know, yeah. just... I so... promised the little girl that I would go to the beach with her <laughs> first though. <laughs> She's so not going to the and beach. she might not be too happy with me if I <laughs> didn't, uh, <laughs> do that first so <laughs> she wants some, to go so bad i have some time to make up with with the uh, family right I, I gotta see you first <laughs> <laughs> so. was um so like you were in new jersey and then mm-hmm. you they just they flew you out to california was the, was the climate a lot different like the um like the actual uh I don't know how you want to call this, but like, you know how like Texas and where we where we're at, it's more of a dry heat. So like when you go up north oh. or to the west, yeah, for sure, um, it was way cooler and windier in the north. Um, it really didn't get hot per se. It got sunny and warm, um, but it was really pretty cool. Um, I liked. I liked being up north just because it was interesting to see how everybody kind of um, lived together so closely. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's one thing. Um, they all and stack together. Yeah, they are. They are. Um, but it's really cool because you know everybody. Um, kind of in the same way in a small town, you know everybody in your town. Right. You kind of know everybody in your little area. So I would. I had my own little grocery store that I would walk to and you knew the cashier by name (laughs) I knew the cashiers and I knew the people that hung out by the store um and what was really cool is so I had to ride the path station to work every day is that like a subway Um, yeah it's it's the light rail is what they call it it's kind of like a subway but it's not like the subway Um, wasn't as it wasn't as scary, I guess. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it's still kind of scary because, uh, you know, I'm not from there. and It's just a different, anyway, different area. <laughs> it's, it's different. So um, the NYPD, I'm so thankful for them. Um, they were there every morning before the light rail left. Really? Yes, and they would check the the train before it left, um, just for everybody's safety. And I just felt safe going right. to work every morning. That's really cool to see. Right yeah, here, I guess I can't see you right so, now. But. <laughs> yeah, so um, 
that was pretty cool. And I got to know the, some of the officers there. They're, you know, pretty stand-up people. And I can't imagine them at this time, you know. Right. We're all in a it's – a, it's, it's, a, it's a weird, weird time to be alive right now. Um, it is. But I think – I think America's finally seeing the the light. I think a lot of us are. You know what I mean? Eyes are opened. That's all I can exactly. really say. Um, what's important, you know, is not what used to be important, really. Um, no. and I, 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 I don't want to say this as a negative, but I, th- I think we needed it. I, I think we needed it as a country. You know, to open our eyes and help one another and be just, just try to be a good human being to everybody. You know, yeah, so exactly. It, it's it, it's going to take change, but I think we're, we're going to get there eventually. I think there's a lot of people fighting for change right now. And um, there are some people, you know, trying to hinder that. But I believe the other people are, you know on the right track and I couldn't be more proud of the people standing up for what's right. Right. Um, the, the ones that are, you know, causing the, the violence right now, um, I don't understand their message or, you know, maybe, maybe they're getting there because of a place in their heart. Um, but I, I think there's another, you know, there's another way to go agenda. About it. I think there's another agenda that's trying to overshadow the the right agenda. Um, and I couldn't be more proud of the people standing up, you know. But right. it's a scary it, time and you just have to, you know, love one another no matter no matter what. We're all no people, matter what. we're all human. You know, and I actually, oh, I can't, I don't know if I can talk about this. I'm just working, I can't really go into specifics. I'm working with a really cool program right now. I'm really excited about it, Um, getting to help people in the community. And it's just really opened my eyes to um, a lot of things. And, And I'm just really grateful for the opportunity, you know, to... Be, be a part of something that's different and right like we're we're from a town of maybe maybe six seven thousand people I, you know like every podcast I say the number's different but it's a small town so getting to to venture out in the world yep. it, it, it opens your eyes to how differently people live and um we we've, right. got, we've got to travel a lot throughout our our lives, but this is true. Now, actually, you living in a different place and stuff, you it really opens your eyes to um, different cultures. Exactly, and you're lear- learning things that you can bring back to your own communities, right? You know, and affect change in in all places, you know. Now, one question I do got to ask you was the pizza was the pizza good over up north? Was it good? Yeah, I like. I don't want to make people mad. <laughs> <laughs> you can be honest on this one. But I don't get it. I don't get the hype. 
you didn't get it, you might not have went to the right spots. <laughs> probably not. Probably not. I don't know if I did. I probably didn't venture far enough out from my little hole. <laughs> um, I don't get it, but um, yeah, it was okay. <laughs> so, um, there's a lot of good food places over in California, too, you might need to check out. Yeah, I'm just saying, Texas, you can't really... You can't Texas. beat it. We got we got the best Mexican food. I don't really eat pizza, but you got decent pizza here, I guess. I mean. But the barbecue over here, we you yeah. can't, you can't touch our barbecue. No, you can't. <laughs> so, sorry, not trying to offend anybody, but. <laughs> you, don't just, you don't get the hype. I don't get that. Right. <sighs> so, like, okay, what, um, I know we can't get into specifics, but. Were there any classes that you really took in nursing school that really prepared you for what you were going to, like, be hands-on? Oh, Lord, no. Um, So I have to say this to everybody that's in nursing school. It will never prepare you. (laughs) (laughs) It's almost got to be a hands-on type of For being a nurse. Oh, yeah, we were talking about this today. I met... um, I met a veteran um, army combat medic Mm -hmm. and he said um, he had been in the service for over 20 years um, and it's more of a hands-on learning experience at that point. And he said, you just never, you can't learn in writing a paper about Right. Medical practice, what you need to learn in the field. Um, and that's and that's somewhat true. I get the um I get the having to learn the basics, but don't fret if you're in nursing school and it's freaking you out because you can't remember everything. Because I promise you, once you get in the fields, you're gonna forget Stuff. it all and they're gonna and reteach you. you. Yes. Do you um, feel like you feel like a lot of times as a nurse, uh you your instincts just kick in, right? Almost like a motherly instinct. <laughs> yeah, people think that, um, but it actually takes time for those instincts to build. So right. I started out in the ER, and I would definitely say within the first um, month, my I, I didn't have those instincts. They had to be taught. And the way that they were taught was by my lovely preceptor telling me, to get my eyes on the patient, um, to do this, to do that. And it's all by doing and memory and making, you know, making it muscle memory almost. Exactly. Um, because you're not going to be that person when you first start out. Um, right, those, those... you were just truly, truly gifted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But even then, I mean, it's just, it's, it's all hard. experience. It's hard because every situation is completely different. Right. I mean, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's a different world for sure. Um, I mean, you spend the first month, like, wondering what you're doing there. Like, uh, I'm out, not supposed to be here. <laughs> hiding out in the med room, um, you know, crying, maybe a little bit. Um <laughs> questioning every move you're making and then the next month you're like okay i just need to get through this day let me set all my bearings down a little bit and yeah 
what is this other nurse doing? Is that the way I need to do it? And then by month three, you're like, I got this, but you really don't have it. <laughs> you, just, you just take over. <laughs> because then they, like... kick, yeah. then they kick you out on your own and you're like, oh, crap. Uh, <laughs> what do I do now? And you forget everything again. Right. Um, it's like you're a baby again. You're, baby. you're like, oh, I got to learn how to walk. You're a baby. <laughs> so you spend like most of your day chasing people down and asking them questions. Um, but that's how, that's how you learn, though, is you <laughs> ask, like, I, I get... I get a lot of shit. Like, why are you asking? I'm sorry. I get a lot of crap for like, why are you asking so many questions? And well, I, I just want to learn, you know, yeah. know, about everything. Well, yeah. Now, you... is there any, I'm sorry. Well, no, you hear a lot of like people say nurses eat their young and they really, at, at this point, they really don't. Um, if you're not asking questions, that's, that's who we're scared of. <laughs> Right. If, you, if you're that confident, you don't have to ask questions. You know, you you may not, you know, be. Ready. It, it may not be the field for you. Yeah. <laughs> I uh I was reading a um a book the other day. It was um Kobe Bryant's book, and he's a ba- he was a basketball player. You know, may he rest in peace. But anyway, in his book, he always he just one of the first things he says was ask questions. Always ask questions, even if they seem dumb to you, ask them and ask away. And it, it really resonated with me because if you you, should, you ought to read that book, you know I know you might not like not like basketball, but it, it's it's more of a, a outlook on life, right? You know, always read, always ask questions. You know, I if, if you're that. gonna perfect your craft at what you do, you need to do that. I like that. Yeah, it's a really good book. If you have, you know, I'm sure you're bored right now, but. <laughs> If you have time, it's called Mamba Mentality, and it's it's actually written by Kobe before he died. So it, oh. it's a really good book. Awesome. Um, now, my next question is, is there any certain type of shoe that you need to wear to be become a nurse? Like, be prepared, because you're going to be on your feet all day, I'm assuming. What's your, what's your to-go-to shoe? My, go, I, my go-to shoe is Brooks. <laughs> um. I've heard that brand before. Someone was telling me about that. Uh, they use it to run, but yes, it's a Brooks. My um, Brooks Rebel Three is my shoe. Everybody has their own shoe. Um, there's Asics Brooks. Um, some people do. I, I don't know Nikes, Adidas, whatever. But I, I have to go with Brooks just because my my yeah. foot, you know. You have to figure out what shoe you're most comfortable in. Uh, right. We were. I was born with no arch, so. Yeah. So Brooks are great for me because I don't have an arch really. Um, it gives me support. Yeah. Um, but I've been wearing the same pair of Brooks for the last two years. Really? Yes. And they haven't broken down. No. Because I go, I'll go through a pair of Nikes in like six months, and they'll just. Oh no. They'll just be ruined. No, they're awesome. <laughs> I love them so much. So. Um, yeah, they, they cost a little more, but they're, they're worth it. Right. For sure. Yeah. Protect your feet. Um, because 13 hours on your feet is brutal. It's yeah. It's, you're going to have some calluses. I feel like the first couple of days. <laughs> right. Um, it gets better. It gets better. So one thing that's always like, turned me not not turned me away specifically but i couldn't handle it would be like putting a needle in someone i would i would freak out 
if I had to do that. That's the fun part. Really? <laughs> what are you talking about? I get to stab you? What? Like, this is okay? No. Um, yeah, it's not for everybody. Um, but also, you're not even thinking about that at the moment. You're thinking about, I have to save this person's life. Right. Um, can I get I, Can I get this ID in any way I can, you know? So, yeah, at first it was really scary because I didn't want to hurt people. But, you know, the more you get into it, you're like, I'm doing this to help them. Um, and you get more comfortable with it. It just becomes second nature. So the gore and stuff doesn't really bother me. I don't know. That would bother me so much. Like, yeah. the, at, the, at the, like the sight of blood, I think I would faint. You get used to it. I mean, you ha- it's it's just like anything else. I can sit there and be, you know, scared of this blood or I can hate <laughs> this person, you know. And I don't right. really have time to think about anything else but what's going to help this person get better. Because in the ER especially, you have, you know, three, four other people that you have to make better at the same time. And so it just... It's almost like you're running around with, like, like a chicken with his head cut off. You don't. It's really, oh, you would be surprised how efficient emergency nursing is. Um, you know who needs what at all times. And that's the only way you can be effective is knowing all of your patients and knowing what they need and who needs it first. Um, who's sickest? Who do I need to focus on first? And, you know. Um, I can't think about, I can't think about the IV stick or how, you know, if it's making me, it's not, I'm not, it doesn't make me sick. Like it never has, but (laughs) you don't think about that stuff. Oh, it never has. No, No. see, I get a shot and I, I I can't look at it. (laughs) Oh, see, I'm completely opposite. If somebody's drawing blood, I have to look at the needle Really? going in (laughs) my arm. I can't have it surprise me. (laughs) It's the weirdest you know, thing, like, I know. Like, Dad's always been a big baby about needles, too. So, <laughs> like, that's where I get it oh from. Oh, my I gosh. Like. My husband would be so mad if he knew I was telling you this. <laughs> He'll hear it later he's, or not. No. <laughs> he's terrified of getting an IV. Um, and the one time they thought he had appendicitis. <laughs> <laughs> he had to get one. Um, and... You know, they take it out fairly quickly so it doesn't, you know, hurt that bad. <laughs> right. And this nurse practitioner ripped it out of his arm. He still talks about how mad he is at this <laughs> nurse practitioner about ripping that IV out of his arm because it hurts so bad. <laughs> I have to, I'll have to get him on here. Oh, no, 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 no. See his side of the story. No, no. <laughs> don't tell him he's horrified that's why he doesn't want to go to the doctor (laughs) yeah well men are always babies about going to the doctors too like yeah so like right now my right eye like i can't see anything out of it it is completely black and it it's been like this for a little bit so i need to go to the the eye doctor that's considered an emergency zachary did you know that yeah yeah i mean no like really it's weird like, I've been to the eye doctor, I need to go to a specialist, but I just haven't made that appointment yet, so uh, it's going to be number one on my list soon. 
Number, wait, got... that doesn't make sense. Number one on your list soon? Yeah, no, okay. No, like... no, it needs to be number one on your list right now. <laughs> That's what number yeah. one means. Yeah, I'll, I'll go. <laughs> Promise. Nothing like getting so... reamed by your nurse sister on live recording. Oh, it's all right. We'll be all right. Everyone else has told me to, so yeah, I I need to go back. <laughs> um, now, our nephew has a question for you. Um, okay. He wants to ask, what's in your personal bag during a shift? What's your to-go to stuffs? Like, you got any snacks you like? <laughs> um. Yes, Monster. Um, Mio Energy to put in my water. What flavors um, you get? Cherry, what's your, your go to monster? Monster Zero, the yeah. white can. I don't know. The white. Oh, those, those are good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Coffee. I I just recently got into the monster coffee ones. Oh yeah. Like the salted caramel ones or caramel, however you say it. I don't know. Since you've been in California, now you might say caramel, but I pronounce it caramel. <laughs> Has two A's. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are those are good. The monsters, they're delicious. Yeah, coffee. Um, you hardly ever see a nurse without coffee. It's weird if they don't have coffee. Um, Do you have a Starbucks around you? Here, no, I don't know. Here, I have my own coffee maker. So, oh, um, oh, you, oh, you got your own maker. Oh, yeah, I do. And then uh, I'll have my monster in my bag for later on in the day. What's your to-go-to coffee? Like, just regular black coffee like Grandpa used to drink? No, absolutely not. Um, it needs to be more sugar than coffee. So anything, <laughs> anything that can make that happen. Would you happen, like some coffee with your sugar? Anything that can make that happen, I'm okay with. <laughs> as Have you tried any, like, the, you tried any of the stevia? Yeah, when I'm for, trying like, to be, okay, so, like, Right now, um, I have no excuse but to try to be healthy. Um, so, shout out to Shanti, uh, Beachbody, Insanity. Um, you make me cry every day. <laughs> Except for today, because it's day seven, and I'm off, supposedly. It's supposed to be the right thing to do. Um, but every other day of the week, I am literally on a ball on the floor. Um <laughs> crying sweating just sweating sweating and crying and then um so yeah i know i've tried stevia i'm trying it now because why am i gonna work out without eating right i don't know but this week i'm doing it right so you make any like smoothies and stuff like kale smoothies you know what i really like no that's way too healthy um but (laughs) (laughs) no yeah, eat some lettuce with my lettuce. Odwalla, um, <laughs> the protein shakes, they're really good. Uh huh. Oh, I saw that at Walmart. Today. I didn't yeah. get it, but I um I like the strawberry ones, and they are really good for like after workout protein because they have like twenty five grams. You take any like creatine, like pre workout stuff? No, I'm not like that. I'm not really oh. trying hard. Just- <laughs> I'm attempting so I can say that I tried. Well, hey, at least we tried. I've tried a couple of those insanity videos before, and 
Oh I man. Said, I know. I finished you're the like, first you're like week. seven minutes in the video and just dead, but are you still going to Yes. Okay. How do you call that a warm up? That's not a warm up, Shanti. That's part of the workout. You're lying to everybody. I think he's saying it's a warm up because he wants people to not think about it being the part of the workout. But it's part of the workout because it's not a nine minute warm up. And it's sad because like you can just see the 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 timer on the video. You're like, man. I think that's what gets to me is actually looking Um, at the time. But I actually made it a whole week. So I'm proud of that. Wow. What what has he got you doing? Like arm workouts, leg workouts, body core? All of the good stuff. Burpees and like like all kinds of push-up stuff that I don't do very well. Um, (laughs) Hey, it's all about form. It's not really. No? It's about... (laughs) It's about doing what you can and let letting the video run out, you know, <laughs> just, and, just and then you can say you finished credits. it, you know, <laughs> so. <laughs> as long as long as you get to the finish. As line. long as the, it ends. You did it, right? Right. Okay. Good thing. So, is it like a. Is it a membership deal now or is it like the DVDs? Um, I just did it on demand because um, I have access to actually all of the videos besides his workouts. Um, there's a ton of other trainers on there. So mm-hmm. have you um, have you heard of this thing called Whoop? Like Whoop. There it's, it like, uh, <laughs> it's a good song, by the way. But no, it's a it's like a fitness band type thing. And you wear it, and then you hit download the app on your phone, and it tracks like how healthy you are and no. No. all your like your sleep habits and all that. I mean, I'm sure your sleep habits weren't aren't that great. That's being way a nurse. too much for me. Really? No, it, it it's pretty cool. I just ordered one. It's oh, just cool. coming in a couple of days. So I'll let you know. Or what are you what work are you gonna do with it? Oh, I'm not gonna work out. I just wanna, I just wanna see how unhealthy I am. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what I bought it for. But eventually, it'll probably like say that I'm ha- unhealthy, and I wanna, I would wanna improve on so that. You so you bought I, it for motivation. Work. Yeah, that's pretty much why I got it. <laughs> <sighs> I hear your nephew is running like five miles a day now. Bro, he runs so much. I'll, I'll, I'll be like going to a friend's house and in like three hours I'll come back and that dude's still running and I'm like man Forrest Gump how do you how do you do that he's all running like five I'm miles I'm so proud yeah he's he's actually like the other day he told me the minimum amount he, he's gonna run is two miles a day and I'm like dude I can't I couldn't even run a half mile if you asked me to right now <laughs> he's out of breath like, I have to walk to the refrigerator it's a pretty far <laughs> I gotta go get my, but on no. a positive note, I did stop drinking sodas and and I'm drinking mostly water, a little bit of tea every now and then. Well, that's good, good for you. Small changes, Zachary. Yeah, see, nice. but my my body feels better, you know, from not, not drinking sodas anymore. For real. Yeah, I, I went. Mean... I went and got a soda from. Uh, the old trusty old Sonic the other day. I took one sip of it and 
it, it just tasted nasty. So. Taste buds are changing. Yeah. The, or uh, it could be just the place. <laughs> no, I think it, I think it was the soda. Cause like, I don't know. It takes like a week or so for the, um, the headaches to stop because of the caffeine. But after that, you know, mind over matter, baby. <laughs> all right, Zach. Well, all right, Hillary. It was a uh, good talk to you and thank you for coming on. And yeah, it was a I pleasure. Appreciate it. All right. You be safe. All right. Bye, baby brother. <laughs>